Hello everyone and welcome to the Make Do Review. My name is Jack. My name is Emily. And on today's podcast, we are reviewing The Lion King 2019. (laughs) Yeah, live action, but not live action. The live action remake. I'm doing air quotes. (laughs) (laughs) This is an air quote. Yeah. How are you today, Emily? I am good. I'm very full. We had fajitas for dinner. It was great. How about you? I'm not too bad. And today is the first of our episode in our caravan. Yes. For those of you who didn't know, we live in a caravan at the moment that we have renovated whilst we save up to move out somewhere, um, which is why our logo, our new one, now has a caravan in it. Yes. It's not random. <laughs> yeah. There is a meaning behind the caravan. Oh. There goes my mouse. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we are now going to do the podcast in our caravan. And soon we will begin to record them as well uh, for YouTube as well. Yeah, please let us know if that's something that you'd like to see. Because we we feel like we'd really enjoy filming these for you guys to watch as well as just listen to. Yeah, exactly. So keep a... Uh, an eye out for that yeah. uh, follow us on twitter at the make do review uh, like us on facebook at the make do review or instagram instagram at the make do review <laughs> follow us sure. for any updates that you wish to see thank you this so, has been a public announcement <laughs> <laughs> so today we're reviewing the lion king the 2019 uh live action remake uh the original was in 1994 really yes oh. this is what i have found before i was born same anyway well the <laughs> new one <laughs> came out in the 19th 19th of july 2019 with a run time of 1 hour and 58 minutes directed by jo- john favreau which is his second Disney live-action remake. What was his first one? The Jungle Book. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> and written by, well, the screenplay uh, done by Jeff Nathanson. With a cast of, returning cast of James L. Jones as Mufasa. He makes a, he's, I think he's the only returning uh, cast member for the, the original. Oh, but he does it so well. Yeah. John Favreau even said, uh, has said that uh, he wanted to bring him back because um, it was like, you know, it was like carrying on the legacy of the original. And now that James mm. L. Jones has actually aged quite a bit, um, I mean, since 1994 now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it actually brought a more, like, a, king, a voice of a king that's, like, past his time now. That yeah. is quite interesting. And now that I've I've heard that, I can actually like see that now. I yeah. I, I kind of get 
why they would bring him on now. Well, just sorry to interrupt like the whole run of the cast, but something interesting that I read was a review saying that the original had a lot more kind of of the Shakespearean tragedy in the sound of the voice acting that they didn't mm. feel was in this film. I could see that. So it's interesting that he felt that way about bringing him back yeah. and having that voice again. Mm. It, and you saying about the legacy. I think that's quite interesting. Well, we'll get to that because I actually want to talk about the voice acting in this film. Mm. Um, continuing on, uh, uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor is Scar, Donald Glover is Simba, Beyonce Knowles is Nala, Seth Rogen is Pumbaa, and Billy Etchner is Timon. So, Emily, mm-hmm. what do you think of this film? Spoiler free. Spoiler free. What What's your like rundown of this film? It was good, but in the way that the first one was good, like it's not different. No. To me, I did like the addition of two like snippets of songs that are relevant that had me giggling, but like overall, it it was the same thing just with modern animation um and in some ways i actually felt like maybe it was a bit more scary because of that like there wasn't as much emotion wise in the characters but no because the animation was so realistic some of the fight scenes and stuff towards the end i was a bit like oh this i can see why a lot of people have complained about it not being for kids so no it was good but i don't think i'd rush to watch it again what about you I agree. I was actually bored watching this film. And because this film, it's still animation technically, but they went for realism. And the problem with that is with most animals, they have like deadpan, dead eye, like they have dead eyes, they don't smile, or they can't emote, essentially. Most animals can't like show emotion. So. It's just, like, when there's, like, sad parts happening, it just looks weird because they've mm. just got, like, a really deadpan look to them. So, yeah, I, I like, without spoiling anything overall, I didn't like this film. And uh, I didn't... I, I thought some of the voice acting was pretty bad as well. Mm. Not bad. That, that I'm not going to say bad, but f- the whole cast... Maybe except for uh, the actor who plays Scar, didn't really put on a voice. Yeah, it was just... Everyone's doing their own voice. I was reading this, and that's what I was trying to hint to earlier. Oh, like People felt like they weren't actually voice acting, they it, were just them saying the lines. Yeah, because like Seth Rogen's Seth Rogen, and Donald Glover is like Donald Glover. That's yeah. all I hear. Even with John Oliver... Every time I, I kept hearing him, all I kept thinking of was when he did the voice in Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. When they, they do the theme park inside the homeless guy. And he's yeah. Like the, yeah, he's the doctor. Yeah. Yeah, that's all, that's all I can kind of <laughs> yeah. see. But once again, that's just John Oliver doing John Oliver's voice. So yeah. I would say that was probably my, like... I don't know, maybe that, that might have been my biggest problem. But we'll get into it. We'll get, we'll get into it. Yeah what i hated about this oh film gosh. no I'm i just kidding. feel like it was probably not necessary 
I guess you could say all the live action remakes aren't necessary but some of them for example the new Aladdin which if you've listened to our podcast on that there's bits that they've changed to make it a bit more modern such as the more female empowering songs for Jasmine and stuff like that yeah some of them I feel like you know what you've done a good job at updating their story whereas with this I don't feel like it was necessary Anyway, shall we just get into spoilers? I then? think we should. I think we should too. Um, let's f- let's start off with: Was there anything that you enjoyed? Yes. Did you have a few favorite moments? I, <laughs> I have two. Oh, oh, you two. I have two. Uh, when Pumbaa and Timon are singing, um, oh my gosh, in the jungle, mm-hmm. the lion sleeps tonight. That I love that. And then uh, the bit where they are using Pumbaa's bait for the hyenas. Yeah. And um, they start singing Be Our Guest from Beauty and the Beast. And he's like put on a French accent to sing the opening of that yeah, song. Yeah. That had me giggling. Which is interesting. Does that mean that universes are crossing? Yeah. Does that mean they Lion also King's did, in the suit? <laughs> they also did Break the Fourth Wall. Like when you, you know after Simba has like when they're singing um Akuna Matata and they uh-huh. Simba's grown up yeah and um oh he says you've grown you've yeah it's like yeah they're talking about how like they stop it like you we've been singing this and like now suddenly you're big or whatever or something like that yeah it's like no I don't know if that was breaking the fourth wall uh, it was like a joke where they said like right stop singing it now like. Uh, Simba. Yeah. It's like we've been ever since we started this song, you've grown like forty pounds or something. Like yeah. That. It it yeah. sounded to me like they were I making guess it, an indirect reference, right? It's more of a nod to the audience. Is. It's like a a wink. Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> you know. Uh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if I had favorite moments. Probably my favorite moments were whenever Timon and Pumbaa were in it. Yeah. Because I heard. F- I've heard like before I saw this that they're the standout, and they're the standout in the original. To be fair, mm. um, but yeah, uh, uh, Seth Rogen and Billy Etchner, uh, I think they kind of nailed it. I think yeah. they're probably the only people kind of nailed their characters, because they actually fit the roles yeah, in a they way. Did. Whereas everyone else, I was a bit like, eh, you know, obviously yeah. had um. You know, James Earl Jones. Uh, and I thought Beyonce was good in this as well, to be fair. Yeah. Um, I, I, She suited the role. She did suit the role. And I was excited to see uh, Donald Glover in this film, but mm. I just, I, all I could hear was Donald Glover. Like, he wasn't being a character. Yeah. I, I feel like that was the main issue with the voice acting in this, was that they were just... It's a weird choice, because... It make because I I don't know what the casting uh, process was in this. I don't know if it was a case of they had people in mind and then they called them up or they actually auditioned. But the thing is, I remember when I saw this first being advertised and seeing the star-studded cast, and I did wonder. I was like, well, like there's so many singers in this, and it's not necessarily a song-heavy like for those characters um yeah. piece 
And it does sometimes make you wonder, are they trying to uh, make up for the lack of new content in the storyline by having these big celebrities do the voices? Here's a fact. Did you know Benedict Cumberbatch turned down the role of Scar? I did not. I've just seen that come up now. Oh, in my like a moment, I was like, "Can you imagine that? That would have been so good." Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, "Oh, maybe it would be too similar to Smaug." Yes. Do you know actually, what I mean? It might yeah. be a bit too like he would probably go for that I like really s- evil. Yeah, I can see why. <laughs> um. Oh well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just it's weird because it's like a lot of films do that nowadays, like anime, like voiceovers especially. Um, it's just really an actor doing their own voice, and the, it's probably the director being like, "Yeah, stick to your own voice. We we love your voice," you know. Whereas I like the audience don't really want to hear their voice. Mm-hmm. They want to hear a character. They want to be like they want to be in the film whereas if you hear someone that you know and you recognize the voice it kind of takes you out for a moment yeah you know and i don't know it's like someone that comes to mind when you're saying about iconic voices but that actually still play it is um i cannot think off the top of my head of his name but he does the voice of olaf in frozen he was also in the original cast of Book of Mormon. Yep, so when you yep, hear when yep, you hear the yeah, cast, yeah, I know of, his name. Uh, his name has gone from my head. Josh Gad. Fantastic, I think. yes, Josh Gad. And he's in um, Beating the Beast, the live action. Yes. He's one of those people that, like, since doing Olaf and stuff. I mean, I knew his voice from the Book of Mormon recording, anyway. Yeah. But um, it's such an iconic voice. But it's his voice. He's which is his voice, yeah. yeah. But he does still change it and play it for the character, whereas... Yeah, yeah. I, I could see that, yeah. It's, it's it's a heightened up version of his voice. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. He plays it with it to suit the character. It's characters. very kidsy. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, you know, for some of these people, I, I, yeah, I just didn't feel like they actually... I mean, like, when you... When you think back to the original as well like i would pe- most people are using their own voices as well i guess but it's it's different you know i feel like those are characters and they suit the voice like because it's animation like the animators can make the character suit the voice and all that yeah like see when you think of scar i'd think of jeremy irons yeah and you know in that icon- iconic song you know, of uh, Be Prepared. And, you know, like, even, like, Matthew Broderick is uh, Simba. Um, he's doing his own voice. But somehow it suits it, in a way. And I don't know how. But in Maybe. that, I, I don't know. And this, I feel like not, no, not everyone suits the voice. And mm. it's probably because it's I'm looking at a real-life animal with just people's voices I on was, it. I was just about to say that maybe that is the problem. There's a disconnect between there the, emotion, is. That's the emotion why of a voice and the, the emotion of the eyes and the face. That's why this film was never going to work. As soon as I heard there was going to be a Lion King remake, I'm like, but why? You know, the the whole point of animation is like to like show things of disbelief. To show, mm. like, cur- like you know, you know what I mean? Like, 
it makes sense for a talking lion to be in a kid's animated film, but then when you try to make it real and stuff, it looks really off. Something that I'm now trying to think of is whether I feel like there was the same issue in Jungle Book. I actually haven't seen Jungle Book, but I've heard that's one of the best. Uh, yeah, we really enjoyed that. But at least there's a human in that. Yeah. Like, there's an actual person in that film. I don't know. I don't feel... Cause, because watching, yeah, as you said earlier, watching the beginning of this, it, it took me a while to like actually get into it. I was more focused yeah. on the fajitas, not going <laughs> to lie. Yeah, let's talk about that. Like The opening of the film... It's pretty much a shot for shot remake. Not yeah. not shot for shot, but it's pretty much the double of the original. Think about the original, like the scale, the opening number. It's the exact. I think it's. The, I would not be surprised if it's the exact same recording. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they they just took the song. I think the the neck the like second verse might be a different singer to the original, but mm. anyway. Yeah, it's that opening shot of the sunset. You know, that the song belts in goosebumps, you know? And then you see all the animals, like, rushing and scurrying. And then, you know, it's building up to that beautiful shot of uh, Rafiki, the monkey, like, the baboon, sorry, mm. holding up Simba. Yes. And, and then and then think about the one that you just saw. Yeah. It's just it doesn't it was, have that skill it was lacking the oomph and the wonder that the first one have yeah had. and yeah have, obviously having seen the original and also have you seen it on stage yet i haven't no we'll take you at some point we'll go <laughs> i've but never been that, interested in seeing the stage the stage version I oh, guess it'd be good for the, the songs, yeah. Oomph of that song because you get all of the costumes and the puppets and everything. And they're like they run in, through the audience. Yeah, don't they? coming yeah. in through the audience, they're all above you, colourful everywhere. The song again and the belting of the 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 voices, the power of those singing voices. Exactly. It's just like in the first film where it's like, wow, like mm. this is something, like you're part of something big here, which is the whole point of the song like circle of life everything is yeah yeah is something big whereas yeah you just we just didn't really feel that in this opening song no it, it it's it's so dead the opening to this film just we're literally we're having our dinner and then I, I, i'm like looking up every now and again and i'm like oh, wait this is like so, this is the opening to the film and i could not tell you what is happening no. <laughs> But then the moment comes when he lifts up uh, the baby cub of Simba, and it was just kind of like, oh. It was a bit lackluster. Lackluster, because they went for more like a realism with the monkey, at uh, the baboon, sorry, um, and he's like sitting down, whereas in the animation he's like standing up and he's like hovering, like pretty much like yeah, I'd, you know, there's something grand about it, mm. and and. You know, it's the newborn king. It's it's maybe like this grand thing. You've got the most amazing music playing. You know, the circle of life. You know, it's beautiful, like a sunsetty orange. And then in this, it just looks so dull and grey and 
You know, there was no color. It it was just missing. The that color magic. doesn't really show up in the film until they get to Timon and Pumbaa's area. Yeah. You know, that's where you see all the green trees and the forest. And that was nice. really beautifully. Yeah. Ugh, animated. Well, yeah. We I haven't mentioned this, but big props to to the film. It looks stunning. It does. It does. It's it's a technical feat, like to have like everything. Probably I I Emily was saying this to me. It's like. It's amazing that the cameraman would have to like go and film this and there's nothing there. And I'm like, well, no, because everything you see is CG. Most likely. Like the animals, obviously, like they, they are fantastic. They're extremely lifelike. But like looking at the actual like nature part yeah, of it, yeah, exactly. like the rocks and stuff, I was like, it's... I can't tell what is CG <laughs> and what is like actual like B-roll footage of the actual... Yeah, because there'll be some shots... Like desert uh, and stuff like that, you know? The way I see it, it's probably the exterior shots and stuff, like, to set the scene where they are. Yeah. That will be real. And then everything when the creature's there, it's all CG and animated. But I couldn't tell you really where that ended and where it began. Yeah. That's the thing. Visually, it is amazing. Yeah. Um, but that's why I felt like when they have like the stampede and Mufasa's death and then at the end the fight between Simba and Scar, that's why I can see that a lot of people with kids have said I had to take my child out of the cinema because they were crying. Have people actually said that, yeah? Yeah. Wow. Um, I could see it though because you kept saying that to me during the film. It's like I could see why kids would not enjoy this film. Yeah. Because it is... It's because it's real and it's kind of darker. And I think that's the thing. Like uh, it, it would still upset you as a kid. Like I remember still being upset by it, but because it is that unrealistic animation, there is that slight distance. Whereas because this does look so real, mm. yeah, it probably is quite upsetting. Yeah. Let me ask you this: um, Do you have like any memories of the original? Like, what's your first memory of the original film? My actual memory isn't of what, isn't actually of watching the film. Yeah. It's actually of being in Disneyland. Oh, okay. And um, it when was. When was this? This was when I was about nine or ten, so I'd been before. Yeah. Um, but I remember we were <laughs> we were lining up for the Dumbo ride, and we, it was our yeah. last day. And my dad, my parents were like, "We have to like go for the Eurostar now. Like, we can't wait to get on the ride." So we were oh. like, "We're gonna all run through the shop and like just." just have a look if there's anything you want like just grab it and go uh, and I rushing. ran in and the first thing I saw was baby a plushy baby Simba in uh, this leaf like wrapped up with a leaf with a little butterfly like on the front and I was like oh, I have to have <laughs> yeah. baby Simba so I I bought baby Simba in like this mad rush through Disneyland to like take back on the train and I love I think I've still got baby Simba upstairs wow. but yeah I, I, I don't know I think so that's my kind of first proper memory is like just really loving baby Simba and like I think it was just fun. I think that's what I'm taking from that is that I really enjoyed the film and found it fun and yeah, cute baby animals. See, my first memory is a bit of a weird one and I'm quite embarrassed to actually mention this. Oh is when I was younger, it was like me and my cousin, we used to play the Lion King. Yeah. So we used to pre- pretend to be lions. And we'll like walk about my house and all fours and all that and like you know, like reenact it and uh 
we would get like bowls of water and like like <laughs> drink out the bowls and stuff <laughs> yeah so that's probably like my earliest memory but um yeah i was obsessed with the lion king um and i don't know why because i i know for a fact m- my mum won't tell you this and my sister um that my favorite animated film was snow white apparently when i was younger that's really cute. yeah apparently when i was younger i was obsessed with it um but i do remember being obsessed with the lion king as well you know it's just because i do you remember when they re-released the lion king for cinemas they brought it out for 3d no no it was like it was it'll be a while back now but yeah they re-released the lion king to come out for 3d so it's like lion king's huge it's such a huge disney property um I have to say though I mean this is kind of going off topic of just The Lion King but for me as a child although I did watch all the classics like Dumbo and The Fox and the Hound and all you know Lion King and this and the other I was was 100% much more like the princesses like invested I just loved all the princess films and stuff like that so although I did watch all of those ones with the animals and stuff I didn't I don't have as like as fond memories of like playing those characters and stuff, which is funny because I actually really love animals, but <laughs> like I don't really remember the Lion King too, which is I feel like is blasphemous. Yeah, the Lion King, the Lion King. <laughs> yeah, the Lion King too. Um... No, it, it was a straight... I think it was like a straight-to-video sequel. Uh, and it's okay. Oh. You know, it's okay. I would have seen it. I just... It's got some good songs. Um, But yeah. What do you think has grossed more money? The remake or the original? Because I, I have the answer. I feel like the remake has made more probably because of the amount of adults that have gone to see it ah. and taken their children, especially because of the amount of like famous people in the film. Not by much, though. So the original grossed oh, like 966 million mm. worldwide. And the remake has grossed 1.6 billion worldwide. So it's close. That is close. But it's, but that's a really good point because it's the same with um, like Toy Story came out. Um, I heard that the like creators of Toy Story were saying like this film is for the adults now. This is for the people who grew up with Toy Story, and now here's your ending. And we're gonna get onto Toy Story in a different podcast because that was a fantastic film. November, well. As this podcast comes out, we're actually this is like pre-recorded down, uh, way before. As this comes out, we'll be in the no- in month of November, and uh, it's going to be our catch-up month. Mm-hmm. So you heard it here first. Uh, November is our catch-up month for all the summer blockbusters that we missed. 
because yeah. we were too busy with like moving and university and stuff. You've heard this here first, even though this podcast might be released last, so you might already have like listened <laughs> to everything anyway. No, this will be the first one. <laughs> uh, it has to be the first one now. <laughs> but yeah, back to the Lion King. Back to the Lion King. Yeah, like I, all I want to talk about is the original, because like yeah, it's even like I kind of missed Ron Atkinson as well as Zazu, because mm. obviously they got another British person. They got John Oliver. Yeah, and you know, but even like I know, even Ron Atkinson was doing his own voice, but at least it was like a little bit like nasally and kind of like. You know, like, you know. I just feel like the issue really is because the film is pretty much exactly the same. So the There's fact a that couple of new things. Like, there's a new... There's, like, new... Sh- like... Well, I guess not. I get, there's like... not enough. It, they've kind of changed little things, like how certain things happen. Like, how Rafiki found out that Simba was alive, which yeah. I thought was the most ridiculous thing ever. Because in the original, he's talking to Mufasa uh, Rafiki's like he's like the winds kind of yeah. Mufasa talking to him and he and he tells him that he's a lot uh, Simba's alive which is like a nice moment because he's like you know like it's a nice bit of animation with the wind and all that and you know it's it's, it's nice but for some reason in this one the way they show Rafiki finding out oh that Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> that Simba's alive. was a, like a strand of Simba's hair like flies off of him and it's like slowly grow- going through the the like the the plains of the desert and all that and you know in a stream. Yeah, it, it, it lands on a stream and a bug lands on it so it can get through the stream and then another bug takes it somewhere else a bird puts it in its a nest a bird puts it in his nest but that another bird didn't want it in the nest so it spits it out and then it ends up in a leaf and a giraffe eats the leaf and then guess what happens emily the giraffe poops <laughs> it out the giraffe poops <laughs> jack literally turned to me and he was like i'm <laughs> i'm literally <laughs> i we are literally watching a ball of shit <laughs> with fur in <laughs> with, with a hairy shit <laughs> on the screen. Literally, it took up the full screen and <laughs> for like a good minute. <laughs> like, yeah, it was long. This is like a long <laughs> moment of shit and then the, it on the screen, open and it. it's a beetle push rolling it down the hill, and then it cracks perfectly down the middle, and then <laughs> and then an ant grabs the hair the shit covered hair (laughs) (laughs) no 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 the shit covered hair blows away slightly somehow sorry yeah the the wind (laughs) drifts it into a field of ants and then a colony of ants takes it up to Rafiki's tree where he somehow spots a strand of hair and and then he's like whoa what what what's that ant doing there with that hair? Let me pick it up, and then all of a sudden he's like, <gasps> Simba. Simba's alive. Oh, oh, it's like you can't make it up. I I understand that. Oh, is that supposed to have happened? 
Oh, I know what's happened. Sorry. Technical difficulties. Um, <laughs> our, our screen went blank there, but it's fine. I can get why they have done it, though, because... You get why they've put <laughs> shit on the screen? Yeah. Was it, to, was it to get a laugh? Was it supposed no, 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 to no. be funny? I think it's supposed to be, like, how... Obviously, Mufasa said to Simba, everything is connected, it's the circle of life. And then oh. uh, Pumbaa and Timon have been like, no, we're all on like a line, we're not connected. So I think it's supposed to kind of be like this whole thing of, no, you you are a part of the bigger thing. Like, you're connected. So like, his hair, like, then gets eaten and this Far. and the other. So I feel like it's supposed to show how things are connected, like, in the wild. But I have to say the dung beetle bit <laughs> just did not... <laughs> Like, we got that without <laughs> the poo. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. And it was quite long. I have to say it, it was it very dragged. long. It literally added, like, five minutes of my life. There, wasn't there another shot of something that happened? And we were like, what was the point in that? I can't think what it oh, was. Oh, you've caught me off guard. But it was just this, like, scene where, like, not very much happened. And we were both like, what was the point? Can you remember anything about it? I know, I know there is another scene. I feel like there was a tree involved. A what? A tree. A tree? I feel like there was a tree. Well, they start. There's trees everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're in a field. Do you guys listening know what I'm, I mean? Like, I feel like there was like a, a little scene when not much happened. <laughs> the whole film. <laughs> and I feel like they were stood by a tree or something. I can't think what it was. I don't know either. You've just flung this on me. Like how the dung beetle flung a shit into my screen. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember. I'm sorry. Trust me. There was a scene that was just a bit like, right, what was the point in that? Right. I feel like it'll come back to me. Yeah, let's swiftly move on from (laughs) <laughs> the shit. Um, oh, is it? Oh, sorry. Let's talk about the songs. <laughs> <laughs> Just recovering. The songs. I bet. I bet too much right now. Here's a tip: if you're gonna record anything, don't eat beforehand. Because <laughs> yeah, now I feel bloated, and I, <laughs> it's gonna just call, come all out at once. Anyway. Uh, what did you think of the music? Um, not as grand as the original, right? And despite having like Beyonce and Beyonce was um, good, Donald Glover. Well, the thing is, like the songs were good, like the singing was, you know, good, but it just didn't have the same, like I suppose, like the opening song. It just didn't have the same, like. Did you feel like they vibe. were cut short as well? Yes, I feel like a lot of the songs were like really quick. And it's annoying because with animation, it was the same with Aladdin. Like, when the songs are happening, you're like, oh, it just feels so... Blech. Because with animation, they could do so much more. It's a lot more exciting. Mm. There's stuff going on. You know, there's, like, nice little details. And, and I mean, like, yeah, technically this is animation as well. But they didn't... They stuck with the realism. There, there wasn't, mm. like... Like, for example, when they sung, like... I can't wait to be king. Uh, there was no like animals like doing like on, stacking on top of each other, and then you know, and he's got like the like the, the fe- feather boa on him and all that. There's none of that, and it's just 
boring. I tell you what it feels like. It feels like when you watch a musical. Uh-huh. Uh, like a film musical. And, it, oh, and yeah. the song has just kind of been shoved in. Yeah. And so the character's kind of like singing this song, but like going about their day. And it kind of just feels a bit cheesy and not like a bit like random that they've started singing. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I, I don't know. Like, it just sounded a little forced. Like, the opening song, Circle Life, that was great. That yeah, that was, was really that good. St- that still had the whole orchestra. In terms of, like, yeah. yeah that, it had, that was great. It's it's the exact same. That's why it's great. Uh, I thought um, Akuna Matata was good as well, to be fair. Yeah, I like the way that they introduced that because that was quite fun. Yeah. Which is why I then liked... <laughs> In the jungle. In the jungle. That's in the ori- that's in the original as well. In the jungle. But I just love it. Yeah, it's good. That was good because they in this one they all the other animals started joining in. Yeah. Yeah. That was quite fun. That was good. I don't, yeah, I'd say those two. And, and to be fair, my favorite song from the original Lion King oh. is "Be Prepared," which I think is the one of the greatest villain songs ever made and it is so like phoned in it's like rushed in they don't even they pretty much don't do the song yeah i didn't even kind of like register that it was the song i was waiting for it it's like the end it's like you're waiting for it to start you're like okay here it's gonna start the music's gonna kick up and it's gonna start it's gonna reach the next level of villainous and it didn't No, nothing and it's so disappointing it's such a good song it just didn't feel threatening or villainous in any way i think they were obviously trying to go with like a more serious tone whereas like with jeremy irons it's like very like evil like i'm this is an evil plan you know it's it's great they kind of didn't feel like it and chiwetel edgefor um you know he can sing yeah, he can. I yeah, to, I like at the end it. when he does the be prepared, like it's great. But for some reason, they just didn't have him sing the whole thing. I it was, was kind of like a spoken word song, you know? Mm. It was like he was reciting a poem. Sorry, just like drinking wine <laughs> from the microphone. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you. Um, was there any songs that you didn't like? Probably that one. Yeah, was that probably your because it just dis, it just did disappoint me. And there was a new one as well. They added in a new song. That I thought was okay because it was them kind of like running, running <laughs> through like all the different Being wilderness lions. scenes. <laughs> yeah back to their home and i kind of got the vibe of that being like the the energy of like wait like going home we're gonna like save our kingdom i'm i'm like being who i was always meant to be type thing mm. was it necessary no but <laughs> <laughs> was it necessary but was it bad no. <laughs> no you know it was okay i was kind of like oh this is okay this is sweet i'm trying to find what the song is called so keep talking um. <laughs> uh, yeah, the music in this, I don't know. But then when I'm trying to compare it to the state, I don't know. I feel like everything oh, on stage sounds good. It's called Spirit. And... 
Did he actually? Yeah, and Labyrinth sung it. Do you remember Labyrinth, the yeah, singer? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it was Beyonce and Labyrinth. I, I was, was, I was about to Glover. say, I was about to say, I swear there was a female voice in there, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, uh, there's two new songs. Uh, there's a new Elton John one as well. Oh, that was lovely. And it's called Never Too Late, which I thought was lovely. That was really But of lovely. course, it was for the credits. Yeah, <laughs> like, of course. Like, not like it's the Sir Elton John, our Lord and Saviour. Yeah. So why is it in the credits? Exactly. It should be in the movie. Because <laughs> uh, I was saying that. I was like, where's my Elton John song? There's no Elton John. Why is Elton John not was, singing Can You Feel the Love Tonight? <laughs> was that your least favourite song then? Be prepared. <sighs> yeah, because the disappointment. Yeah. To, uh, to be honest, most of the songs were like, okay. It was the same with Aladdin. Like, I was like, ugh, Okay. But see with Aladdin... Like, because it, it was like... it was It's the same thing. My favourite song from that movie is the most disappointing one. <laughs> oh, it, yeah. Because it was one jump from Aladdin, which I was so disappointed in because it just so phoned in. And it's the same with this. It's just... Ugh, they don't care. They save it for the big numbers. Yeah. But I, I would definitely watch Aladdin again, whereas I don't think I'll bother with this. Really? I think if I'm going to watch The Lion King, I'm just going to watch the original. Yeah. I'd watch the original for both. Oh, yeah, but like with Aladdin, <laughs> I wouldn't mind watching so, the live action. Yeah, again. so if I gave you the choice, yeah, of course. I think everyone would say that. I don't think a single person would be like, no, I think I would watch this one over the original. Mm. You know? I would love to know what the children, the, the children, <laughs> what children in general thought of this film. <laughs> What do the children think? Huh? What do the children think? Like <laughs> they're out there like, crying. Would, like would they prefer this one over the old one because well, how would of the no because, because they were because of the animation. So like, they would you know of I mean? course have, prefer the animation. No, no, but no, no. Would they prefer the more realistic style? Because I feel like that's how animation is now. It's more realistic in general. It's not. I don't know. I'm not a child. <laughs> when you watch anime, we literally we've seen Toy Story four. That's not realistic. This is true. It's, that's got somewhat. What? <laughs> what did the children think of that? <laughs> Come on, tell us. <laughs> Need a child. What did you think of the Lion King? <laughs> did it remind you of Shakespeare's? <laughs> <laughs> Historic play of Hamlet. <laughs> what did you think of the animation technique? <laughs> did you enjoy the animation style of CGI? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think we should wrap this up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Just go. Come here, child. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> what do you prefer? <laughs> the realistic version of the Lion King or the, the animated one from 1994? That sounds like it was so long ago. It was long ago, Emily. It's like, oh God, 
so long ago. It's 20 years ago. No longer than that. Yeah, no. I was just rounding it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, Jack, <laughs> what do you give this film out of five? I don't know. I haven't even thought about it. <laughs> um, I have to say it's it's a technical achievement. It will probably win some awards for special effects, maybe. Even though it should go to Endgame if uh, if we're talking Oscars. Yeah, I'd say so. Actually, it, it probably won't go for that. Would you see for the Oscars? Do you think this would be in the category for best animation? No. That's a good question, yeah. though, isn't it? Would this, would it get a nomination for best? I mean, it can get a nomination for best film, but would it get a nomination for best animation? Yeah, I think so. That was so funny. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. Uh, I digress. Um, yeah, John Favreau's he's shown himself to be an pretty amazing director. I mean, there's great shots in this. It's very beautiful. Mm. It's you know, it's well done. The cast, for the most part... I mean, I feel like the cast would have been amazing if they all maybe put a bit of effort in it. <laughs> just casually saying that no one put any effort into this. No, like, they just tried something. Every, not a single person has a different voice. No. Not really. You know, it might be a little bit heightened, but everyone's using their own voice, which is... So boring. Anyway. Uh, yeah. The, it's the same story. Lion Kring, uh, you know. It's Lion Kring. Lion Kring. Tang. <laughs> Lion Tings. <laughs> Yo, girl. <laughs> Yo, girl. Jack's watched a different film to watch. my I Lion watched. Ting over there. <laughs> You're my Lion Ting, Emily. <laughs> oh, please never say that. <laughs> anyway. Um... Is yeah, I I'm gonna sure say I did not enjoy this film because it's a remake of like a pretty good, like pretty amazing animation film, and it should have just stuck like that. I'm kind of bored. I I think we're I think at one point we will review all the live action remakes. I was just thinking that. Yeah, because we've done Aladdin and never done this, so. I think we'll do the other ones like Cinderella and stuff like that. But so far, I'm I'm so bored of them already. I've only watched two, and I so bored. It's just they're just not good because what's the point? All they're trying to do is make money, and and obviously, when it when it comes to Disney, that's all they see is a cash grab. But it it makes me feel bad for like the directors and obviously they put a lot of work into this and especially this one, John Favreau uh, clearly put so much time and effort into this because it looks amazing. Whereas I think maybe some of the earlier remakes are just pretty lazy cash grabs. I'd say. I enjoyed. Wait, what ones are you talking about in regards? Because uh, I I've heard that Cinderella is like terrible. I really enjoyed Cinderella. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> destroying the table. How dare you? <laughs> but I really enjoyed Cinderella, and I also really enjoyed Beauty and the Beast. Oh, I, hate... oh, I have seen more. I've seen Beauty and the Beast, and I hate it. But we'll get to that one day. Um, so I'm giving him <laughs> I'm like the dirtiest such a dirty look. look. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll we'll watch it. As, uh, we'll rewatch it and 
review it. Um, but yeah, I would give this film, um, you know, <laughs> I feel like all of my things are to do with death. <laughs> Go on, do it. <laughs> Wait, I'll give it um, two lions. S- uh, sleep tonight. Sleeping in the jungle. <laughs> God, okay. Yeah. Uh, in the jungle, the mighty tonight. jungle, two lines out of five. Sleep tonight. Sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, what did you, what would you give The Lion King 2019 out of five? Uh, I... <laughs> you're, so, you're so done. <laughs> You want to give it a low score, but you're too nice. <laughs> no. I was like, do I give it a one or a two? It has to be a two. I have to say I give it a two. I, not, give it, I give yeah. it a two because this, it's not bad, but it's, it's not remake, really you know? It's not really new. It's not yeah. really very exciting. I was kind of bored. I was more focused on my food. <laughs> As always. Yeah. <laughs> I got excited about then the chocolate. Oh, the yeah. We, I had. We, we've ate a lot of food tonight. Got like sugar rush or something. Master. But yeah, um, yeah, too. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna really bother to watch this again. No. I feel like it wasn't really needed. No. Yeah. Yeah. All in all, if you so if you if you've listened and you've not seen the film, don't see it. Don't <laughs> like. Don't be in a rush. You don't think I need to see this right now? Like, I, if it's on. It's on. Yeah. But like, that's don't my go final review. Just don't see this film. There's no point. I mean, if you're a huge fan of The Lion King, why not? Because I, I remember people were buzzing to see this film because they're, like, huge fans of The Lion King. You know, like, people our age. If you're going to watch it, you have to watch it for Baby Pumba. Oh, yeah, that was so cute. The cutest thing about the whole film. It was, uh... When it's like a 30-second sh- Yeah, shot, it was when they were singing Akuna Matata, and it's like, When I was a young warthog! And then it flashbacks to him in the, in the pond. With and the it's butterfly. Like, and it's so... Uh, yeah. Even I was like, oh my god, it's so cute. So <laughs> if you're gonna watch the it's film... so sweet. That's all you want to watch it for. Anyway... This has been the Make Do Review podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for putting up with us. Yeah, I, I think we're. I think our minds are gone. <laughs> <laughs> There's like, t- we are currently the two brain cells. <laughs> <laughs> we're the two laughing hyenas. Oh no. We haven't. We didn't even mention the hyenas. <laughs> they were scary, but they weren't they really were, in it very much. They sucked. They were so boring. Because it even says in the facts that John Favreau had to change their style completely from the original because they're so animated and goofy. But then in this, they made them real, more realistic and not as funny. Anyway, I, I, we got to end the podcast. Um, but thank you so, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Uh, uh, to the podcast. Let us know what you thought. Let us film. know what you thought. Um. You can message us on Twitter at the Make Do Review, or you can send us an email at the Make Do Podcast at gmail dot com, where you can ask us any questions, or you can uh, give us any requests on any movies that we want to see. 
My name is Jack. My name has been Emily. Why is it always has been? <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll change it. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll change one day. <laughs> and that will do. That will do. Bye.